This is Kevin. Hey, Kevin, it's Brianna. Yes, Brianna, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Can't complain. Can't complain. Just pass it down the road. <laughs> Wouldn't nobody listen anyway, so that's what I say. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> well, yeah, it's yeah. super cool to put a voice to you because, I mean, we've I know, been right? we for a while. And <laughs> Do what? I said we've texted back and forth for quite a while and never actually spoke. <laughs> I know. It's a little weird because I um, – I was like, I've been wanting to ask y'all to do it for about a month or two now, and I was like, no, I'm just not gonna, I'm not gonna bother them. They're not gonna want to do it. And you were like, yeah, I'll do it, and I was like, sweet. Yep, yep, that's no problem at all. And, and you caught me at a perfect time, so it's good. Yeah, so you're on the road. I mean, like, you're on the road a lot, actually. Like, yeah, yeah, we we pretty much somewhat live on the road. <laughs> yeah, because you go everywhere from, I mean, I know you, I've seen you, you're down in Texas, you go down to Florida a lot, um, yep. Yep. but how much yeah. of the time are you actually at home? <laughs> I, so I'm on the road, oh, I'd say at least a week, if not, pretty much a week out of every month that I'm on the road, and then my wife, Mary Beth, and then the workers, they're home pretty much, you know, all the time, other than Mary Beth will go with us to some sales. Um, yeah, but as far as the clinics and stuff, I pretty much do most of those myself. Um, unless we have a bunch of, you know, if we take a bunch of horses to do a clinic, then I then somebody else goes along. But for the most part, it's just just me on the road. Like today, today's just me. Yeah. So. Now you go yeah. down to Florida too. You do a bunch of stuff for the mounted unit down there, right? Correct. Yeah. Yep. We. We've sold them several horses now. I've been working with them, oh gosh, for, it's been at least a year now that we've been working with the mounted unit down there. And it started, they uh, they saw our horses and, and liked our program. And so we've been in touch and they came up and kind of got to know us and and just drove, you know, kind of went from there. And they've ended up, I think they bought four, four horses from us so far and they're looking to add another four this coming year to their it's a new new mounted unit so it's just starting out uh so a lot of green riders and uh so what we've been doing a lot is you know uh they bought the horses from us and then i go down about every quarter um i go down and do group you know lessons with them and they come up oh pretty regular car place and ride uh, just to get, you know, get to know our program really good to where they know the cues for all these horses that they're buying. So, that's really yeah, nice. Works, like, that's, that's really nice. Good. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a good, been really fun to work with them and a, a good um, marketing tool for us as well as, you know, it works out good all the way through, really. Um, so, well, those horses are I'm, a little I'm down special. In Florida. I'm down in Florida a lot, it seems like, anyway, which this time of the year, if I can leave Ohio, I won't complain at all. Uh, yeah. But, um, but yeah, this is definitely a, a fun deal. Well, but those horses are special. I mean, like, they have to do, I mean, you guys kind of put them through a little different training than you do yes. the other horses because yep. they are yep. a mounted unit. Yep. So, so all those horses, we took them through our program for six months and just, you know, did everything that we do in our program. And then they gave us a, you know, a whole list of stuff that they had to do for them yet, too, like crowd control, sirens, fireworks, uh, obstacles, 
you name it, like anything oh, wow. crazy you can think of, they had to go through. So we did about six months of our program and then another three months of, you know, their type of, uh, I guess you'd call it a program uh, that yeah. they have to pass for them. And so so we did a lot of different stuff with those horses, yeah. Um, and the biggest and thing with the pace horses, they don't have to, you know, spin and slide and do all the fancy maneuvers. Right. They want them still to where they move off their legs, that they, you know, they, they're soft in the bridle uh, and can walk, trot, low, pick up both leads, do the basics, but they don't have to do anything extra that way. And we've, I mean, we've had horses, uh, they ended up buying four, but there was three or four out of, we started with eight and we narrowed it down to four that we, that we, as Diamond K felt like would work for them because there's there's some horses that just plain don't make it. You know, they just right, can't handle that right. pressure. Um, so they just did their first big parade um, down in Ocala for the Ocala parade, and they said the horses mm-hmm. all did great. That was their first really big outing. Um, so the last time I was down there, they did a small, uh, you know, deal, but – huge crowd in there. They handled it good, but they said the, the Ocala Parade was a big test for them, and they all, all did really good there, so that was a relief for us. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool. I mean, you know, it's not, I mean, not, like you said, nothing's wrong with the fancy maneuvers. It's just as hard, but, yeah. you know, like yep. you said, having a horse be able to handle that stuff, that's a lot. That speaks a lot. Uh, yeah, 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 and it, it really made us work hard to, to find horses that could handle that pressure, because it was, you know, not every horse is going to handle it even though right. they're very, very broke. Um, so it, it definitely, um, and of course, everyone they bought was, you know, between five and seven years old. It's not like they were 10, 15-year-olds that, that were old, you know, wore out horses. They, right. they were all younger horses, and they wanted that to where they last longer for them, which, you know, it makes sense for them. So, so we oh, had yeah. a well, I didn't realize they were that young. Yeah, yeah. Every, the, the oldest one in the group is seven. Um, oh, wow. So, yeah. That's impressive. Yeah, it was it was definitely a uh, a long process, but it's yeah. it's sure fun. And they're now what they're doing. They've got four or five people that that are riding really good. They've spent quite a bit of time with me uh, between me going down there, them coming up, uh, that are doing really good. They're able to pretty much you know do everything themselves. And then yeah. now they're hiring on four more riders for this coming year. And so now I start. You know, starting in January, I'll start working with the new riders, and we'll get those throughout this year. We'll get them ready to where they can, you know, get on any horse and make them do everything they need to. So um, that's our this part of this year's plan with them is, you know, now train the next group of mounted riders. So and then then we have to find the right horses that fit those riders yet too. So. Yeah, that's I was fixing to say that's probably a challenge. It's not like you can just yeah. go out and pick any horse that you uh, see no. or color or what exactly. name. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And with with being, you know, they're they're in the horse capital of the world, so we're, you know, they don't necessarily need the fanciest looking horses in the world. But right. our goal is to have very nice horses down there because so many people see that, you know, see those horses and want to know where they came from. So we don't want to have just a, you know, an ugly horse in the group. <laughs> Right, right. But but the um, you know, uh, what's the right word for it? Their distemper or their temperament is probably that's the wrong word. Their temperament is the more more important thing when it comes to taking yes, that type correct. of horse out. Yep, yep, yep. All the way. Yep. Temperament, 
temperament all day long over athletic ability, yes. Yes. Yeah. Yep. So um, my biggest thing about you, though, was you kind of started off just training horses, and then you have evolved quite a lot. I know you've evolved through our own business relationship um, into selling horses and then now doing all the things that you, the clinics and stuff that you do. Um, Is that kind of how you wanted it to go, or did that just happen with the industry? Or kind of tell me, you know, how you went from there to there. (laughs) Yeah, so y'all have done great. Like I'm very proud of what y'all have done. I'm just seeing you grow. Yeah, it's been it's been very very good and very fun. Um, the sales is, was one thing, was definitely you know a long term plan. The the clinics and stuff have just kind of evolved around that because there's so many people that end up buying a horse from us that then want to learn how to ride that horse. Um, right. So it you know it kind of the clinics and stuff have kind of built off of the sales, but. Back growing up, I was always, you know, into the sales, and, and my dad, everybody, you know, that was the, that was, my dad was shot horses, so that was his full-time deal, and then we pretty much, you know, growing up, bought and sold ponies, horses, you name it, like anything, and it was never nothing, nothing fancy as far as the horse goes, just anything to make money pretty much off of them, and, and so that's what I did growing up, and then, Oh, when I was 16 or 17, uh, I one of my life goals or whatever, something I wanted to really do was start colts. Like, I love starting colts. And so, oh, cool. so I went out on my own at, I think it was 17, I can't remember, I think eight, 17 or 18, I, uh, I moved about an hour from home um, and rented a facility there. And all I did was start colts. I mean, I had some, some broke horses, but my main main focus for two years straight was just, riding babies, you know, just anything yeah. and everything from uh, cutter colts to barrel colts to you name it. I started a ton of barrel colts. Uh, and so so I did that for two years. Well, oh, wait, so are they, so hold on, are they all pretty much started the same? Like, that's just basically, you start them all the same pretty much, right? Correct. Or do you have to yeah. do them kind of yep. differently? Yep. No, I started, for me, I always started, no matter what horse it was, I started them the same. I mean, every horse you have to adjust to to the horse a little bit. Some you could push harder than others, but as far as the the program and the foundation was all the same. Yes. Oh, cool. Okay, okay. So then you so, went on to after that, you did that for like about two years, and then yeah, I did that for two years, and then I started getting more and more into the sales again because you know the colt starting was fun, uh, but I wasn't getting better as far as my horsemanship. Like I was, I could get any colt started. But all of that was, you know, you'd ride them for 90 days at the most, and they'd go home. You know, it wasn't, I could never take them from start to finish. And so I started thinking about it a lot, like, I need to get better at my horsemanship. I need to do, you know, learn, I, I learned how to start a colt. Now I need to learn how to finish one, too. And so that's yeah. kind of what made me get into the sale horses. And I started out, I just, you know, bought my own horses and, and uh rode them for six months and resold them and, and made some money on it and had some fun with it. And, and the main thing there I was looking for was just to, to get better myself as far as a horseman. And it just exploded from there. So so that's kind of how we got into. Now we, we do some training. We keep, you know, four or five horses in training every month. And uh, our sales are the, the main focus. And then we do a lot of a lot of lessons and a lot of, you know, a lot of private clinics like, you know, like the police horse, uh, the police horses or people that buy horses from us, they'll haul in for a week and, you know, have me work with them and their horse and stuff. So we do a lot of that. We don't do a ton of, you know, open to the public clinics. It's something we'll, we'll do more of eventually. 
Uh, yeah. But it's something we're growing into right now is, is the clinics that are open to the public. But uh, but our main main focus right now is the, the sale horses, and then my wife really enjoys showing, so we, we show a little bit, but not a, not a ton. I was just to say, I thought that she showed some, but I wasn't yeah. sure. Yeah, she she enjoys it, and uh, and it's also it's it's good marketing, and it's a good way to learn you know learn more about horses, learn more about horsemanship, get to know more people, and, and so it's kind of it's kind of what we do as a hobby. Is the, the showing is our hobby, <laughs> uh, right? Yeah, we don't know well, anything you guys, else other than horses. So <laughs> yeah, um, well, you guys do a lot. I mean, you know, you do a lot. Most of your marketing is the sales. I mean, like you know, that's correct. a lot of where your attention yeah. is from and all this is what brings the training horses in the sales is what brings the lessons in it's what brings the clinics on you know it's kind of it bases off of the sale horses yes for sure and you've got to be really a lot more well-rounded as far as your horsemanship or horseman yeah your horsemanship is concerned to be able to ride kind of anything because you do ride kind of pretty much anything you ride rainers cutters all of yeah. it Yep. In in the sale horse, our sale horse end of it is focused on, you know, all around horses. We don't specialize in cutters or reiners or ranch riders. You know, we try to make a, you know, a horse that can go show in reining, ranch riding, cutting, whatever they want to go show in. Um, a lot of our customers tend to like the, the reining type pedigree or ranch riding type pedigree more than the, the cutters are almost too quick-footed, too too um, athletic so we don't mm -hmm. do a lot with the cutters uh, but we do a lot of like most of our sale horses are either going to be ranch riding bred reining bred or just you know good foundation ranch bred horses um, so, that, so that's coming up a lot main, you know main focus right now is is the the reiners ranch riders um, and then the you know that all-around versatile horse um, and the, the ranch riding getting be a huge demand. Uh, well, yeah, that's what I was just sick to say. I bet you you do have a high demand for that type of course. Yes. Yep. Something that a lot of a lot of our customers, on a on a general basis, what they'll do is is they'll you know want a horse that that can show in reining, show in ranch riding. They can trail ride. They can go with their friends to gather cattle. They can go with their friends to a weekend clinic, you know, you name it. They like that horse. You know, they don't want just a rainer or just a ranch rider. They want something they can do everything with. And and so that's been really fun because it's something that not a lot of people in, in our industry do is that all-around type of deal. We've got, you know, a ton of trainers in the reining, a ton in the ranch riding, but not somebody that's doing a mixture, I guess, of everything. So and that's kind of what we focus on. I was sick to say you have separated yourself from the market by hitting that type of crowd because that's the biggest yep. crowd that's come up so far. If I was just getting into it, I would want to find something that's a little more all-around and easy to ride, you know, and kind of ease exactly. your way into it. Yep, yep. And that's, that's the, you just said the key for, for us is a horse that's easy to ride. Um, that is probably one of the biggest, like when we go look at horses to buy, uh, we look at their x-rays, we look at their training, we look at their confirmation, their mind, and then how easy are they to ride, you know, that's, that's a huge one, is they have to be smooth, they have to be willing, and they have to be, you know, just easy to ride. Uh, yeah. So. And, well, and there's nothing wrong with having a, a, I don't want to say complicated, that makes it sound negative, but there's nothing wrong with having a more advanced horse, it's just for, like, Correct. your end game of what you want as a, you know, customer to have. 
Yeah, so nothing exactly. wrong with either one of them. We put a lot of our own kind of buttons on the horses as far as, you know, yeah. uh, you know, and then what we always do if a customer buys a horse from us is either they come spend a few days with us and ride that horse and really get to understand his cues or we'll make a bit, you know, let's say it's a customer from California who can't, you know, come ride the horse themselves. What we do is we make an instructional video of, you know, here's leg position one, this moves the horse's shoulders. If you squeeze your legs, it teaches, it, you know, is the relaxed and focus cue. If you bump your leg, it means forward. So we do a lot of uh, a lot of instructional videos on how to ride your horse after you buy him. Um, that's, that's really nice. <laughs> that's that's really nice. You offer that for your for yep. your for the horses that you sell. That is really cool to offer yep, that. That's, that's something that, that people the buyers like it, and it and it helps us as a seller out too because we know the horse is not going to go home and get confused. You know. We, uh, right. every horse we sell, they, they sell with a bit and a bridle. That way, you know, we know they're not putting a, a, you know, bit the horse isn't used to on them and all that. So we always send a bit and a bridle with them. And then, if you know, if they can come ride with us a few days, we do that. If not, you know, we'll, uh, we'll send that instructional video with the horse. That way they always know, you know, what cues, what, where to put their leg, where to put their hand for what. <laughs> you know, I get... I get a, we spend a ton of time getting to know our customers and understanding what they're looking for and, yeah. uh, you know, that type of stuff. And then, then we just, you know, pretty much we build a good relationship with each of our buyers. So, so it's very easy to, you know, work out videos or you name it, you know. Yeah. I mean, a lot of them tend to come ride with us, and it works out great. I like that a lot. So. Yeah. But now you did just do a big show not too long ago. You did um, the Horseman's Challenge. Didn't you do that? Yeah. I uh, I did that last year. I did that Colt Circuit competition. I was lucky enough to win the trailer. This year I was just the moderator and uh, and then also I did a clinic and stuff. But I wasn't in the actual Colt Start competition this year. Uh, they won't let me. They won't let me compete back to back every year, so I have to skip a few years. <laughs> yeah, because they don't give it to you twice. <laughs> yep, yep. I won it twice now, so now I have to wait about. Usually, what the horseman's mission does is every every three years, the winners of the you know three years they compete against each other. Then for that, you know, the fourth year, uh, so oh. I have to wait. I have to wait this this next three years before I can put my name in the hat again. <laughs> That was pretty cool, though, because that's a challenge. I mean, like, you've got this yeah. horse jumping in a truck and coming out and doing all kinds of crazy stuff. All sorts of stuff, yep, yep. Um, so this year, this past year, I didn't do as much. I did a few smaller Colt Start competitions and uh, a few performances and stuff. But last year, uh, I had won the trailer. October last year was a really good month. We did the, the Congress Freestyle. We're lucky enough to win that in the non-pro, and then I came in third in the open there. And then the week, I think it was the week before I'd won the I remember that Congress. I remember that. Pretty awesome. That was a good month for us. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, that was a good ride. You guys killed it on that. Moving forward, this this coming year we'll definitely do, I'll do the freestyle again. I just, I love that that deal, so I'll do that again this year. But um, this, this past, like, the 2023 year, it just so happened we had a horse sale the same weekend as the freestyle reigning at Congress, so I wasn't able to go this year. But I said next, you know, in 2024, if I have to, I'll skip the sale. I'm, I'm going to do it again. It's, it's, a, it's just a fun goal to set for a year. Um, I've got so, I've got a horse. 
to do the freestyle reining, do you have to be a certain level to do it? And is it pretty much like, is it like a costume? Is that the biggest thing that makes it freestyle? Or can you literally go uh, in and do whatever pattern you yeah. want? So, so freestyle reining, what they require is three stops, the lead changes, and uh, four spins both ways. Uh, you know, four turnarounds both ways is what they require. And then you're judged on your maneuvers, your um, uh, how you interact with the crowd, and then your, you know, your act itself. Um, so it's pretty much, you can kind of make up, you know, it's not like a raining pattern where you have to go in and run large, fast, and small, slow. Like you can make up whatever pattern you want as long as in that pattern you do your spins and stops and lead changes. So, so those deals are really fun. Yeah, those are they are they're good to see how creative people get. Yeah, yeah, people, you you see it all, and, and it's something. Yeah, it's something we enjoy. Like I've already got kind of my horse picked out for for this year, and it's something we'll work toward all year uh, for this fall, uh, this coming year. So it's it's a, a long, kind of a you know long process to to get in and do good, but but it's so much fun, and it gives you a good goal to to set for the year. Yeah. So when is y'all's next? Um, now, do you hold sales at y'all's place, or do you just strictly kind of keep it online only, and then by appointment people can come by? Is that kind of how you operate the whole sale ordeal? Sure. Yeah. So so we do a lot of private sales. Like last last week we sold a private sale. This week we uh, are closing another private sale. Uh, so we sell, I'd say, on an average one or two horses a month as a private sale. So those people always, you know, schedule appointments to come see the horses and, and then uh, our sales schedule is our first big sale for the year is the, uh, let me think, the end of February. Um, we've got the Cowgirl Cadillac sale. Um, so that's our first big sale. I've got one sale in January in Ocala, Florida uh, and there I'm just taking one horse to uh, and doing a clinic during the sale. So it works out good to, to do a clinic and a sale you know, together, it's not as a, a big of a sale, it's a smaller sale, uh, so, so I'll just take one there, but our next, you know, really big sale that we go to every year is in February, so we've got a little bit of a break right now. I, well, I knew that, I had, thought I had saw that you went to the Cowgirl Cadillac sale, that sale's been going on for quite some time, hasn't it? Yes, yep, that's been going on for four or five years now, yep, Ike think he does that sale, that's always, a, we love that sale, and just uh, we always go out a week early. Wickenburg, Arizona is so much fun that we just go out a week early and ride the river bottoms. And it's a, it's just a, one of my favorite little towns to go to. So, so it's kind of our winter winter vacation. We go out there and spend a week and, and then do the sale and come home. So it works out really good. That is cool because I think I've followed them on social media and I've kind of seen how far they've come along. But it, it's a yeah. small town, but it's a big sale. Like it's a yeah. Yeah, it's a big ordeal. Crowd. I mean, there's a ton of people at that sale. Yes. Yep. Yeah. The the, um, the adrenaline when you ride in that sale ring is huge. <laughs> That's what I thought because you can mistaken it for a small sale, but it's not at all. It's huge. Yeah. No, it's a big sale. Yep. Yep. And they do a good job with running it and advertising it. It's a, it's one of my my favorite sales. The, the bad thing is it's an all girl sale, so I can't really ride the horses there. So Mary Beth has got two horses. What? Yep, so the Cowgirl Cadillac is an all-girl sale, so, like, none of us guys can ride the horses in the videos or at the sale. <laughs> or uh, in the videos? So, 
done. Yep. So it's the only Mary Beth loves that sale because she makes me. I'm fixing to say that's her shining <laughs> moment. Yep. Yep. I have to be in the background cleaning cleaning stalls and brushing tails. <laughs> <laughs> it's her one time to go. You yep, do this, I'm like to do one, that. One chance every year to get even with me. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I always love y'all's pictures, though. I mean, it's both of y'all in pretty much all your, you know, advertising pictures and stuff like yeah. that. You know, yeah. you guys do great pictures. They look good, so. We, uh, yeah, the, the pictures and videos are a lot of work to, to keep up with all that. And then, yeah, the deadlines and everything. So well, summertime isn't bad at all, but wintertime, you know, in Ohio, it's hard to, to get pictures and videos done. That's our biggest, biggest challenge. Yeah, the weather. But. Yeah. What are you going to do about it? And you think about, yeah, today we need to do pictures, and then about that, it, you know, it starts snowing or raining. So, um, I mean, our, our barn and the indoor arena is heated, but the rest isn't. So, you know, we take the horses outside and they get cold, so they're not going to stand for a nice picture at all. <laughs> well, so now this is a new place. Didn't y'all move from one place? You've lived in two places Correct. since I've known you. Yeah. Yeah, we were we were lucky enough. We were able to buy this place um, September this this year in September was two years ago, um, and it was an old friend of mine that owned the facility, and and we'd known him and rode with him quite a bit, and, and so one day we were down there riding, and he was like, "Hey, you wanna you wanna buy my farm?" And so, long story short, we bought it, and he still keeps some horses there, and and it works out really good. We like it a lot. Yeah, that's cool. Y'all needed a bigger spot, anyways. Yeah, yeah, we needed more more arena space and then also more stalls. I think we've got total we've got thirty five stalls, thirty four stalls um, total. Oh, wow. So it keeps keeps us all busy. Yeah. Now, do you? Um, that was something else I was going to ask you. Are you planning to add any other showing in the coming years, or are you going to strictly keep it stay away from showing and not add that? Uh, just kind of do. No, we'll we'll what do you more showing. Do. Yeah, we'll we'll for sure get more into the showing. That you know, that's our next kind of our next step with with this is is you know the sales are really fun and uh, we we love the sales. We love doing it, but it's a lot of work. Like there's there's a lot of um, you know work that people don't see in the background. A lot of time on the phone and a lot of travel. So oh, the sales were only last year we did like 12 sales. This year we're only doing like eight sales. Uh, so we've already got our sales picked out that we're going to hit this year. And then we're going to fill that spot with um, showing. And so we're we're getting more and more into the showing for sure. Just it's, We're building it slowly. Um, and right. our goal with that is, is the, the training horses that we have at our barn uh, is either horses that we've sold to customers that just come back to us for a tune-up or, you know, show horses, three-year-old, four-year-olds that we'll get in the show pen and get them going that way. So that's kind of our next step with with our our program and our deal is is the showing to add a little bit more of that in in the mix of it. Yeah. Well, and then that leads to my next question: Are you planning on trying to get into any breeding your own and selling your own, or are you just strictly go out and kind of buy and then pull them in and train them, or are you planning on raising any there for yourself, or have you? Yeah, we uh, we've got some um, a little bit of. Our um, Diamond K is owned by myself and Mary Beth, but then also there's uh, five partners in Missouri, uh, so we all own Diamond K together. And so, 
in Missouri, the Missouri location, Diamond K pretty much got two locations, one in Missouri, one in Ohio. And so in Missouri, we raised some horses out there uh, that we sell as five-year-olds. So, so those are more your, you know, home-raised horses that we've had since babies. We start them ourselves and then, you know, sell those as five-year-olds. And then in Missouri, they also, they run a big, uh, big ranch operation. And so, so all the rainers that are show horses that we buy, they go to Missouri first and get, you know, ranched on and get used outside and just kind of let them be a horse. And then, you know, after they pass all those tests, they come to Ohio to sell. So, so that's definitely. I did not know this. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's kind of like a lot of people don't know uh, all the the background of Diamond K, but it's it's definitely a cool story. Um, but so there. Well, whoa! Well, you can't say that and not tell me the background now. <laughs> you gotta There's give me a long about, story short. Yeah, we'll do we'll do a long story short. I'll uh, I'll finish what I was saying on on young horses because I'll forget all right. about it. All right. All right. <laughs> um, so we, we have our own stud now, uh, which I don't know. You've probably seen him on Facebook some or somewhere. Who knows? Uh, but we've got our own stud. He's a reigning. He's a, Scoot's got a gun out of a chromed up Mercedes mare uh, that oh, we're cool. showing his ranch and reigning. He's a forthcoming five-year-old. So so we've got him as, as a stud. We're going to stand. We're only breeding like 10 mares open to the public, like 10 mares to him. We're not doing a lot of outside breeding, but just a few. And then uh, we're going to use him and start, you know, it's, it's an early process. We just bought him last year. Uh, but cool. up until now, we've had quite a few home-raised horses, but they were more your ranch bred mare mixed with a reigning bred stud, uh, mm-hmm. where now our goal is to get our breeding program a little bit better. And that all happens in Missouri. That doesn't happen in Ohio. I don't have enough acreage and land and, and help to do all that. So. Right. So in Missouri, there's we've got six or seven brood mares now uh, that are really well bred. You know, really well bred mares. They've got a little bit of points on them in the ranch or reading, and and uh, those will all get bred to our stud this year. So we'll have we'll have some nice colts coming up. You know, in a few years, but it's you know those don't happen overnight. Uh, right. No. But, but that's another one of you know kind of a long term long term plan goal that we have. Uh, is is more and more of our raising and breeding our own. Uh, but right now, it's it just started, you know, just kind of building since it's about a year. It's been going on for about a year. This is the first year we'll breed to our own stud. Uh, up until then, but just, you know, other people's studs and our mares. Well, I think it's a cool thing that you kind of separate. I mean, you know, because you see people go one or two ways when they put a stud out there and open his book. Some people just go gung-ho. They open it up and all kinds of people and everything. I think it's kind of cool that you're going to, you know, separate yourself and limit it. I think that's going to up his value just out the gate right there by only offering so much. Yeah, and that's that's our our goal is just to breed the good mares that, you know, horses that we want to breed him to and have out there and then you know and main reason we don't want to breed a lot this year is we really he's he's a really cool horse and he's got a lot of talent so we want to want to show him as much as we can and get more points and earnings on him that way uh before we you know breed him a lot yeah uh, so, so it's, a, it's I think kind that's of a new, work out well new, for y'all. Adventure, new adventure for us but it's sure we're excited about it it's fun um, and well, he's, a, he's a really fun horse to ride, so that helps. I'm going to have to go search for pictures of this new stud. See, i got to check yep, this out because yep. I don't I'll, know if I've uh, seen it. Facebook's weird these days. His name is, is 
him but my kind of a gun if, if he's on our website and also on right. their I'm sure you'll see him on Facebook too. Um we and we don't advertise him a lot. Uh he's kinda you know, everybody, all our customers know him, so so that pretty much is advertising in itself right there. <laughs> right. And I use him like at that horseman's mission, I used him for my clinic there. Uh, we just did a clinic in South Carolina that I used him as my demo horse, and so he's he's getting quite a bit of exposure just with traveling with us. Oh, cool! Uh, and how old is he? He's just a four-year-old. Four, I guess almost. Oh, five wow! Four coming five. Yeah. He was started. He was started uh, at Matt Buton's in Texas, um, you know, as a rainer, and then uh, then we were lucky enough to get him get him through him. So so it worked out good. That's awesome. I'm gonna have to. I want to go see what this dude looks like and check it exactly. out. Exactly. Um, yeah. Yep. If you look him up, uh, Simba or my kind of a gun is his registered name. He'll pop up right away. I'm sure. So, so now yeah. back to the long story short. Tell us how. <laughs> tell me how did this yep. all come about? Yep. So so back when I was training horses, you know, just working out of a place I was renting. I got to know a group of uh, Mennonite guys out of Missouri that were always uh, very intriguing as far as business people went, and uh, they loved horses. They they always were, they owned some show horses and had them with, you know, the, the trainers in Texas like um, Patrice St. Ange, uh, Kate McCutcheon, uh, Danny Tremblay, you know, a lot of those trainers, so they always had, you know, show horses with them. And so we, I kind of got to know them. They sent a few folks in for training with us back when I was just training horses and always, you know, we kind of started a relationship then when I was starting their, their show folks for them. And I got to know them more and more. And, and uh, so one day they called me and were like, hey, would you be interested in selling horses for us? That We enjoy the, the show horse world, but we'd love to get into that all-around horse um, and, you know, make that available. They own a big company out there in Missouri, and the horses have always been, you know, they, they run a company. I think there's 20, they've got over 150 employees that work for them, so they're really busy with their business, so they said they don't have time to, you know, do all the work as far as the marketing, the sales, traveling. And asked if I'd be interested in partnering with them and helping them sell, you know, show horses, but make them all-around horses. So that's kind of where Diamond K started, you know, building that all-around horse instead of just a show horse or just a trail horse. And so we kind of, we played with it for a while, and I rode some horses for them and figured out, you know, uh, what style of horse I, that fit me best and, and um so that's been, we've been partnered now for three years, and it's been, it's, I mean, we've gone through a lot of different stuff from, you know, getting better quality horses to bettering our program, and it started, they'd buy the horse, send it to me, I'd get it ready and sell it, where now it's grown to, when we buy a horse, at first it goes to Missouri, there's two riders out there, or two or three riders in Missouri that train every day now. Uh, they have a big indoor facility, and, and then they run about, oh, they've got about 700 acres. They run a bunch of cattle on. And oh, wow. So, so it works Jeez. out great, all these all these show horses that have been, you know, stalled horses. They've never been outside. They've never been asked to walk across a creek. And, and so, so now we buy a horse that goes to Missouri, and they take it. We literally build a checklist on and that horse has to pass all the boxes on that checklist. Once it passes that, then it comes to us in Ohio, my part of the 
the, the ownership of the company is the marketing, the sales, the customers, uh, the pictures and the videos. So a lot of that happens in Ohio. So that's why you don't find that much out about our Missouri location is, is because, you know, they're kind of in the background. Uh, like I keep usually about 10 or 15 sale horses at my place, but there's always 20 or 30 at their place, you know, getting ready. So let's say we, you know, for instance, we've sold a few lately just private here. And so as those leave, um, I get, you know, two or three more that have now passed their program and they come into our program. Uh, so that's kind of the long, long story short on, on how we got to know each other and, and kind of what, what built Diamond K on, I guess. Uh, it started that's pretty out with cool, me, though. me liking Colts, and, and uh, I like Colts and I like people, so it works out good. And then uh, they they don't uh, have time to go do the the marketing and traveling and stuff. And so, so, but they always love good horses, and they love the show horses, but they love that all-around mix. And so it's just with, with a group of guys all working toward the same goal, you know, there's six or seven of us. Uh, that every quarter we get together, we have a meeting on moving forward. What is our business plan? What type of horses? What type of you know? What are, what what do our customers look like? And and uh, so it's a we run it pretty much like a company now, where it started out just you know I was selling horses for them, you know, pretty much show horses that turned into all around horses. Where now it's it's a whole lot more than that. It's a it's a whole. Uh, process uh, but now one of them is in charge of all the finance one is in charge of uh, finding and buying the horses which is one of our toughest toughest jobs is is finding the right horse that fits our program uh, so they one of those guys travel all over the country and spend a ton of time on the phone um, x-raying horses watching videos all that type of stuff and then uh, then uh, one just kind of oversees everything, and then the other two are, are riding out there every day. And then it's me and Mary Beth, and we've got two full-time employees in Ohio. Uh, so it's a lot. <laughs> it is a lot, but it's cool to kind of hear you say it. You kind of broke it up into two halves, which makes it a little more like yep. layman's terms. Yep. You know, you've got one half to kind of no build way, it up for you. There's no way we could be doing the clinics or the show right. and the sales uh, with with just me and Mary Beth doing all, all of it. So it works out good. There's, you know, there's seven of us all breaking up the work. It, and it's what makes it possible for us to, you know, to go to some shows, to do some clinics, uh, to spend. We spend a lot of time with our customers. You know, if somebody calls us looking for a horse, um, I'll take however much time it takes to get to know that person and make sure we find the right horse for them, not just sell them the first one that they like and so that's one of the, the big things that that i focus on is that customer relationship uh with our with our buyers yeah yeah it's an experience to buy from you guys it's yep. just like you walk in and get a loaf of bread and then you never see you again it's, exactly you know. yep yep i'd say most of our customers we uh we text back and forth or call each other several times a month and some of them every day or every few days <laughs> So it's it's more you know more of a relationship slash friendship anymore with our customers than it is just we very seldom have someone just come in buy a horse and never hear from them again. That's that's not our goal. Right, I'll stick to say that's not that's yeah that's not you guys at all. No, no, no. We want to know where that horse is, how it's doing for them, and and again if it's if it's not the right horse or if it's causing them problems, we'll go help them or they'll come to our place and we'll figure out you know 
what they're doing wrong or, or what's going on. So, so we do a lot of that, yes. That's pretty awesome. That's, you know, that, that separates yourself from the market because there are some bad yeah. people out there that, you know, uh, it's bad. It's sad. sad that the horse world is, like, you know, the horse world is an awesome deal. It's a, it's a, it's a great deal, but it's also, I mean, we're in the middle of it. We see so much, you know, not so cool stuff go on that, that, uh, that we're determined to separate ourselves from that and uh, have that, you know, relationship with our customers that they can trust us and, and know, you know, know our, know that we know our horses. Right. You know, there's a lot of people that will buy a horse, right, for 30 days, and, you know, if they can make 2000 on it, that's fine. They're, they're, they're happy. Our goal is to ride the horses. Every horse we own, it always goes to Missouri first, and it, you know, spend three, four months there, and then another usually six months at our place. So at the end, most of our horses we own at the very least six months, and on an average, we pretty much we own the horse for a year by the time it's all said and done. So, so it's not it's so, a it's a long term you know long term deal for us. It's not like we just invest twenty thousand in a horse and sell it for twenty five a month later. That's not that's not our goal. <laughs> right, right. Well, I was to say, I mean, you know, when you well, that creates a, a trust with you know not only your customer but the horse industry that you guys have had this horse for X amount of time. You know, anything that could have come out or is going to come out or is going to happen or is going to happen exactly. will happen within yep. that time before they even reach exactly. reach the yeah. And we do we do X-rays on every horse that we buy before we buy them, and then also when we sell them, we do X-rays on that way we can compare. You know, make sure there's nothing, no changes there. That way we know the horse is sound and. And there's always deals where, you know, the horse isn't quite what we think it is or something, but for the most part, very seldom do we sell a horse that, that doesn't work out for the customer. It's just, I mean, it happens at times if it's just not the right fit for that buyer. And then what we do is we take that horse back and find, you know, find the buyer a better fit. And, and every horse that, you know, doesn't work out, it's one of those deals where the customer either didn't come spend enough time with us or we didn't spend enough time with the customer to understand exactly what they're looking for. If, if I can uh, get to know that customer, understand exactly what they're looking for, 99.9% of the time when we sell them a horse, they're going to be, you know, happy for the rest of their life with them. Right. Has that been a challenge with new – because, you know what, I feel like you've probably spoken to all spectrum, the whole – the whole spectrum of different types of customers. You know, you've probably <laughs> spoken to new, brand new horse people, and then horse people that have been doing it for years and years and years. Yes. Is it harder yeah. to sell to the new horse person versus the old horse person, or which one? Um, you know, not much difference for me. As long as I do my job in knowing what that customer is looking for and the type of horse that fits them, it's it's pretty easy. Uh, the the big the key is understanding what type of horse they want and knowing that customer. Uh, no matter if, if they're you know if they're a you know new horse owner just getting into it, a lot of times what I'll do is I'll either you know say hey the horse is going to stay in training with me for a month, you come once a week for lessons, or I connect them with a trainer that's close to them to where they have a trainer to you know to help them the first year. And so, so any any new horse owner, I always push very hard on either they come spend quite a bit of time with us, or you know I get them connected with the right trainer that that can help them you know for the first year to understand you know the horses cues number one just how to take care of a horse and all that. Um, 
So it's not, not much difference. Maybe a little bit more work uh, behind the scenes for a new horse owner, but not much difference. It's pretty much if I can connect them with the right trainer, it's pretty easy. It was a, if you could kind of, it's harder if working with somebody that has horse experience versus doesn't have horse experience. It's probably easier to work with somebody that has like a clean slate versus somebody that Correct. you yep. might be pushing. Yep. Yeah, I like both. I mean, I'm I'm a people person. I like talking to people. So really, I don't. For me, it's not much difference. Um, yeah. For you know, going on a you know, like you said, a clean sheet. Sorry, a clean sheet or or somebody that's owned in the past. As long the main thing, as long as they're open minded, willing to learn, you know, how we ride our horses, and and it's you know. I'll, I'm the first to tell somebody if, if they get on a horse and I see it's not the right fit, I'll tell them that don't even, you know, waste your time riding this one. And, and normally, normally when, by the time they show up to our farm to ride the horse, I've already kind of picked two or three out that I think is going to work for them uh, versus just having them ride 10 horses that day and, and uh, figuring out which one they like best. Usually just by talking to them, you can tell them, they want a more forward horse, and nope, they want a push style horse. They want an easy horse to ride, or they don't care if they have to train on it a little bit. Like it, usually you can kind of read the people uh, yeah. just by talking to them on the phone for the most part. Now, how far has somebody come to buy a horse from you guys? Like, have you had people come from California? Have you had people come from overseas? Like, or is everywhere, it pretty much local? Yep, everywhere in the U.S. that you can think of. <laughs> From from California to oh my gosh everywhere yep we've not we've sold one or two to Canada uh, but most everything is in the U S uh, I'll yeah. get a call every now and then from overseas uh, but not not on a regular basis I'd say most most everything is, um, our our probably our biggest state uh, is uh, Florida California South Carolina New Hampshire. Uh, you know that East Coast. Uh, but he just threw New Hampshire in there. <laughs> yep, like all over. It's crazy. Yep. Uh, just last week we sold a, a really one of our favorite horses that we've had. You know, ever since we we started Diamond K, we sold one last week, just a private sale horse uh, to New Hampshire to a customer that uh, she boards at the same place as the place that she boards at has got. I think there's. Three diamond, two or three diamond K horses at that farm, and so you know we get a lot of you know a friend of a friend type of deal um, that has seen our horses, and, and uh, so we get a lot of that um, all the way through from from every state. Yeah, was it an ordeal to sell one in Canada? Because do you still have to do like import export? Like, is it still a big ordeal to sell? It was a little bit more paperwork, but not that much. No, it wasn't. wasn't oh, that okay. Much no, the main thing is just make sure your paperwork's in order, like the bill of sale and yeah. uh, the, the cog and sales, and then my vet had to do an extra. I'm not even sure what all they did. My vet took care of it. <laughs> so one of the most important things for anybody in the horse industry is to have a good vet <laughs> because I don't know all, you know, all the logistics of, of what it takes. I just... Like that deal when when I sold that one to Canada, I uh, I just called him and was like, hey, I need so and so. He's like, bring the horse up, I'll get whatever you need. We were good to go. <laughs> um, I didn't know that so. the vet would have anything to do with that. That you didn't tell me yep. something there. Yep, yep. The the uh, the vet takes care of like the cognitive health, um, and there's an extra 
So that has to do something some more, I'm not even sure what all what all it is, but a little bit more paperwork. Um, yeah. But it wasn't super, um, and we always make sure our horses are up to date on, like, their vaccination and everything that way. So it, it was pretty Yeah, no, no, this is a separate was, thing. Um, if somebody was, uh, you know, didn't have the right Coggins papers and, you know, they were out of date or something, then it would be a big ordeal to get a horse to Canada. But if all your paperwork's in order and you're up to date on everything, it's not bad. Gotcha. I would think it'd be scary to have to sell to Canada, but they're so close. I mean, I know I ship some stuff to Canada. It's not like a whore. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not that bad. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's pretty cool. So, so now yeah, you're on the road today. Are you going to go yep. pick up horses or deliver horses? I, uh, so what we did today is my partners in Missouri, we met in Indiana, um, and they brought me three more horses. So I ran out with the trailer and got those three and headed back home now with those. So pretty much three more new horses that have passed, you know, the tests in Missouri that are now going to go through our program, and then they'll sell this spring, probably this summer. Uh, we've already got our spring spring horses, so so they'll be kind of the next group of horses we'll have available this summer. I think that's really nice to know that you've got something that's already made, like uh, it's graduated its first level yep. of yep. Before it ever comes to, to Yep. Before it ever comes to Ohio, it, it has already passed a lot of different stuff. Like we have a checklist where they have to be, you know, good movers. They have to guide one-handed. They have to move off your legs. They have to ground tie. They have to be able to stand in a stall for 10 days, come out and ride off without bucking. They have to cross creeks. They have to, you know, be able to rope a cow outside. They have to, you know, understand how to pick up the correct lead, move off your legs, like position one, two, and three, the relax and focus view, you know, a whole bunch of different stuff on that checklist that they've already passed. Um, and so, so it makes it nice, you know, uh, make sure they're good in, in, you know, going out by themselves or going out in a big group of riders. So they pass all those tests already by the time they come to Ohio. So now I'm kind of spoiled. I get all the nice horses. They're they're pretty broke by the time they ever come to Ohio. So it's nice. <laughs> uh, I was fixing to say you got it. It's I got it's down all, I to do, all I have to do is is uh, take the pictures and videos. And uh, and we always, as a group of of owners for Diamond K, we decide. You know, this horse will fit good in this sale. This horse will work really good in this sale. Let's take these two here. Let's take these three horses here and uh, do a lot of, you know, back and forth and figuring out which horse is going to fit, the, you know, what sale. And then every time we have a private sale, we always, as a group, you know, after the after we meet the customer in person, they ride the horses, we get together, we talk, okay, yep, this horse really fit that customer good or nope, that one didn't fit as good and kind of figure out, which horse we as Diamond K feel like is the right horse for that buyer. Um, since, you know, we know the horses and they, they've already spent quite a bit of time on those horses themselves in Missouri, so it works out, works out really good. Well, your job is just as hard because you have to deal with the public. And it's probably Correct. a challenge to keep yourself, even though you do all the things that have already set the bar high. I mean, you guys do things that a lot of people will never do, which is good. But, you know, dealing with the public and having to continue to keep yourself separated from so many bad apples that are out there and things like that, exactly. that's a challenge yep. in itself. Yep. That, that's, and, and you have to stay on top of that, yeah. Right. Yep. Um, and so, so myself, I don't, 
I'll get, you know, five or six horses rode in a day. Uh, but a lot of my, my work is, you know, uh, the marketing and talking to the right. people, uh, returning all that stuff. And then, uh, and then I'll get a few horses. I try to ride, um, through the sale horses each day and, you know, make sure I know the horses really well when I'm talking to the people. But my wife and one of the other workers, they do a lot of the riding as far as, you know, the day in and day out. Um, they do a lot of that. So. She is a sweet person. I like her. She is always very yeah. nice and very yeah. polite. She does, and a, very... does a very, very good job. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So you guys make a good team. You guys are killing yeah, it. Yeah, it so. works out good. It's, I, I married a, a wife that uh, likes horses. Otherwise, I'd have a big problem. Yeah, <laughs> it's, all, it's all we do, all we know every day from you know Monday through Sunday. Well, she grew up showing, right? Correct. Yes. Yep. Yep. She yeah. grew up in the show world, and and, uh, and so it worked out. Yep. And she still likes the the showing. Yeah. And, and we enjoy. It. It's kind of our our hobby uh, that we do. And we've got uh, two or three you know young colts that that we're riding that we're getting ready for people to show this coming year. Uh, and then we've got like our stud horse and my wife keeps one horse that she shows just herself. That's kind of her, you know, her horse, I guess you'd call it, uh, because everything yeah. else, like our sale horses, we, we take them and we'll go show them and, uh, make sure they're good in the show pen and stuff, but it's not, you know, if they do good for a few shows, then, then of course they go on and they sell to the next person. So, so it's not like she has her own horse. So, so we do now have, have one one horse that she shows um, that she that she does real good on, and then our stud horse is one we'll both show this coming year. Son. So we're we're really excited about him to, to get him in the show pen. Yeah, I bet so. And she she'll probably do a really good job with that. I feel like her demeanor would be able to handle yeah. all yeah. of that. Yeah, she does better. She does better in the showing. I get too nervous, or you know, the adrenaline in the crowd, you know, will get me where where she just she can handle that a lot better. So. I, I stick to the sales, and she does the showing, so it works out good that way. <laughs> it's the A team. You guys are, I mean, it's a great team, like you just said. It'd be hard to do it if you guys didn't like it. Uh, yes. Yep. Yep. If she didn't like horses or wasn't involved, it, it would not be, you know, it wouldn't be possible. And that's everything, you know, the, the whole Diamond K program, the, the training, the clinics, the sale horses, all the way through, you know, we're, we're surrounded with really, really good people like, uh, yeah. I got lucky and married a good wife, and then uh, the partners. The partners are also, you know, we've all got the same vision and the same goal, uh, and yeah. that's that's one of the most important things for for all of us is having having that right team and a good team. 